Welcome, witches, to Witchcraft from A to Z, your go-to witchy podcast for finding the magic hidden among the mundane. My name is Elaine Evergreen, practicing witch of over 15 years now, and I'll be your host this week. This episode is all about crystals and how you can incorporate this sparkly tool into your magical practice. Now, even baby witches are familiar with this magical tool. But crystals have so many different uses if you're creative enough to discover all the power they wield. Crystals have been used by humans for over a millennia, from the peoples of South America, Egypt, India, and Great Britain. Humans have believed in the power of crystals, and still do today. Now, as a little disclaimer for this episode, I am going to use crystal as an umbrella term for all gemstones, whether or not they are officially classified as crystals. So now that that's out of the way, let's continue. One thing I love about using crystals in my practice, other than the obvious beauty and aesthetic of them, is the plethora of uses that crystals have in any magical practice. Crystals have been used for healing, divination, siphoning, charm work, spell bags, talismans, and more. Another is that there are so many different crystals on this planet that you can always find one that works best for you and with your practice. I tend to keep a ton of clear and rose quartz, tiger's eye, hematite, obsidian, amethyst, carnelian, and amber on hand, as those fulfill a majority of the purposes of my craft. However, that doesn't even touch the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the many crystals out there, and since there are so many crystals out there, I'm just going to cover some of the ones that I think everyone should integrate into their practice if it speaks to them and if they feel like integrating crystals into their practice. First, and probably the most touted for good reason, is clear quartz. Clear quartz, also called the star stone or the witch's mirror, is one of the most versatile crystals that any beginner witch can add to their arsenal. Once believed to be ice that was frozen so deeply that it could never thaw again, Clear quartz is associated with the goddesses Gaia and Hecate, the four elements, as well as the moon and the sun. For spell work, clear quartz is mainly associated with cleansing, energy, clarity, purification, abundance, health, banishing, strength, and sleep. But don't let these associations limit you. One of the great things about clear quartz is that it, like white candles, can be used in place of any stone for simple spells. I personally use clear quartz for protection, banishing, and healing. And if you are just in the beginning of your magical journey, or if you cannot afford a wide array of crystals for your practice, clear quartz is my recommendation for your first crystal tool. Another beginner-friendly stone that I love using in my protective arsenal is hematite. Hematite, the stone of blood, is affordable and very useful in everyday spells due to its important associations including protection, grounding, concentration, courage, confidence, balance, the elements fire and earth, and healing. Personally, I use hematites in the wards around my home which help protect it from negative energy and targeted psychic or magical attacks. 
I also use hematite to ground myself when I'm feeling anxious or on days when I can't seem to stay focused on the tasks ahead. The next crystal I recommend is Tiger's Eye, the all-seeing and all-knowing eye. Tiger's Eye has been used by magical practitioners throughout history, by Egyptians and Romans alike, to honor their gods, protect themselves, and attract wealth. Tiger's Eye is associated with the gods Ra, Bast, Freya, Sekhmet, and Persephone. In addition to the elements earth and fire, protection, grounding, power, courage, focus, and emotion, Tiger's Eye is the ultimate crystal for talismans and other wearable magics, as it helps protect against the evil eye. It aids in clarity of the mind, and in willpower and courage, it prevents bad luck, and it attracts good fortune. Tiger's Eye talismans are essential for adventurers and researchers alike. The last beginner crystal I'll recommend in this episode is Rose Quartz, another one of those trendy stones in the witchy community for a good cause. Rose Quartz, also called the Heart Stone, is associated with the goddesses Aphrodite, Turin, and Astarte due to its power in the realm of love, fertility, and beauty. Rose Quartz is associated with the elements water, earth, and fire, along with self-love, compassion, fertility, intimacy, beauty, peace, healing, friendship, kindness, and comfort. I keep rose quartz in my home and at my office at work to foster environments of peace, kindness, comfort, love, and friendship. So, with those beginner stones in mind, you're probably still wondering what all you can do with them. With just these few crystals, you can cast self-love spells with rose quartz against your heart to assist in opening yourself to the love around you. Create a wand with a clear quartz point to focus and empower your spell work. Place hematite in each corner of your home to create wards of protection. Wear a tiger's eye necklace to protect yourself from the evil eye. Place hematite at any entry point of your home to create an energetic shield which keeps unwanted energy from following you home. Meditate with clear quartz when trying to figure out the answer to a problem you're having and to bring clarity to a situation. Carry a piece of tiger's eye with you when you're about to do something you fear, like public speaking or confronting someone. Place rose quartz in your bedroom to promote comfort or to improve intimacy and fertility. And creating a pendulum using a small clear quartz point for divination. Other ways you can include these crystals in your practice involves creating crystal grids for specific purposes, dedicating and offering crystals to their associated gods and goddesses, using crystals to enhance the focus of a spell, including them in your spell jars, infusing things with their energy, and using them as a visual reminder of purpose throughout your home and practice. As with all of my episodes, this does not cover everything about these crystals, but it is a very good starting point 
And if you want to delve into crystal magic and you don't know where to start when it comes to the actual functionality, here's what I recommend. <laughs> but that's it. I hope you learned a few things that you can add into your magical practice using crystals as your magical tool. If you'd like to support this podcast and creating more content, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Evergreen and gain access to additional content or make a one-time donation to my Ko-Fi page at ko-fi.com slash Evergreen. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you ever have any questions about certain attributes of an item, you want some witchy advice, or you just want to share something about your magical practice, please submit a message to me on my Anchor page at anchor.fm slash witchcraftatz. I've shared the link in the description of this podcast, as well as any resources I may have used for the research of this episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe where you listen to podcasts, and share with anyone you know who needs just a little more magic in their life. Until next time, witches!